everybody. Welcome to the Talking Heartland podcast. This is the show where we're looking at back episodes of the Heartland TV show, and we've made it to season 10. Pretty amazing. We've conquered a decade worth of Heartland. Can you believe it, Michelle? That is crazy. It's so <laughs> crazy when you think about it. I mean, it's, it's, we've kind of like, we've done a slow binge, so it's been kind of quick, but at the same time, it's, it's hard to believe it's been, it's 10 years. Like, We've literally watched these characters grow up in front of our eyes like, yeah. over the course of like a year and a half. Yeah, it's it, it's we went from Amy being a, a high school student, young mm-hmm. high school student to now she's a married woman, she's pregnant. I mean, it yeah. has been a journey. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like she's at the same age that Georgia is now when she started. So yeah, that's true. Crazy. Yeah. And uh, we really liked season nine, so it's going to be interesting to see what we think about season 10. Uh, the first episode, it's called There Will Be Changes, and it's Amy and Ty work to resolve a dangerous pregnancy issue. Georgie's extreme team practices start back up. Tim confronts Mitch, and Lou makes a decision about a new business venture. So what overall did you think about this? Was, do you think it was a pretty good premiere? Um, I, I thought it was okay. I'm not a huge fan of the episodes that jump around, especially when there's no really much need for it to jump around. Yeah. It's different if there's like a big event and you want to sort of flash back to how that started, but the timeline was sort of confusing. Like I looked away and then I looked back and they were reintroducing the horse and I'm like, wait a minute, why are we watching a scene where they're buying the horse when they already had the horse? Like I'd obviously looked away and missed the sort of, graphic on the screen of like you know days earlier or whatever yeah. it said so it's a bit confusing to me yeah I felt like they were just dying to have that little like surprise of it oh it's yeah, actually the, the horse twins. that has twins <laughs> oh we yeah, should yeah. do <laughs> yeah yeah and so yeah. because they show the ultrasound oh twins and <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only reason I think they did that non-linear yeah, storytelling. It made, sort of, it made me sort of pause because I know that yeah, obviously Ty and Amy's daughter is played by twins because that's just the way they, right. they sort of have actor kids. And I'm like, wait a minute, is it actually twins or is it just twins playing one person? So I was like, hang on a minute. I was going on very little sleep when I went into that first episode. I was like, oh man, that was happening. It was just a really cheap reveal. I was mm-hmm. like, ah, they didn't just do that, did they? And they yeah, did. They did. <laughs> um, so I kind of wish that I had somebody on this episode recap who had been pregnant, you know, that mm-hmm. one of maybe one of the other host it could come on because it is yeah. a little bit hard for us to speak to it since neither of us have been yeah exactly um <laughs> I was actually just thinking about that of like you know so we've had it a little bit with Lou but I feel like Amy is more the main character was it the sort of right with her the most um and yeah it's a choice that I made to not have children so it's not something that I could speak to um so yeah it's a little bit difficult it's, it, it is something that you know, when you, you get invested in a couple on a TV show, you know, for me, like, trying to think of one that I really loved, um, probably on NCIS Los Angeles, there was a couple I really loved on that. And you sort of go through the whole process of the beginning of the relationship, the, you know, the dating and, you know, becoming official and then married and then when it gets to the kids, you know, I do admittedly sort of not check out, but I just can't speak to that experience. Um, right. so it's yeah. a little bit harder for me to connect with and and it's hard on tv as well because it is very much the same thing you know it's hard to I imagine it's very hard to write because you don't want to do the same thing over and over yeah and I mean Amy says that things aren't going to change things are going to be the same which mm-hmm. is just obviously factually inaccurate yeah <laughs> I mean she's gonna have a new yeah. child a new routine uh something it's just it is a change I mean that's just crazy to not think it won't change but I do think that sometimes we as humans when we've gone through something challenging we Mm -hmm. we like to kind of build it up that like 
mm-hmm. it's oh man you're in for it it's gonna be like i i just remember feeling that way if like when i started high school high school so hard yeah. high school is very different you know or like before anything people will tell you whether it was before going to my mission before going to college mm-hmm. before going oh <laughs> and i think yeah. it makes us feel good when we do that because it was like yeah. oh we survived that we survived experience it, yeah Mm-hmm. yeah so we're super strong we're super tough and mm-hmm. we might think that we're kind of encouraging our friends kind of giving mm-hmm. them a bit of a warning we're in, on the same breath i think that's kind of it's kind of obnoxious you know that it's like our friends are, are strong they'll be fine yeah. and it just can be kind of annoying to be constantly told oh this is going to be super hard it's gonna be super hard like people have yeah. done it for you know since the dawn of time it'll be yeah. fine you'll you'll be fine i don't yeah. know i feel like there needs to be sort of a balance in between both those things yeah and i, I feel like they maybe should have weaned into a little bit of you know it's not so just a little bit of amy's life that's going to change it's you know she's she won't be able to ride a horse for a year you know it's it's going to be really really difficult in that aspect and i can understand her being in denial about that part like that would be really really difficult she's not able to do her job you know a lot of people are able to you know work through their pregnancy um and right. i'm sure she'll we'll see ways that they sort of are able to have her you know still be able to do her job just differently but yeah it, yeah it's sort of i don't appreciate it when they sort of make lou the sort of naggy one because i feel like it gives a lot of voice to people that maybe don't, don't like that character of like the same well mm-hmm. you know she's nagging again or she's you know, we, we, we sort of went through it with Lou before as well. So we have that experience of seeing her experience and her sort of struggles through her pregnancies. So, yeah. I did laugh, though, when, when Jack was like, you are you and Amy is Amy. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know that you couldn't. I mean, it makes sense when you're late into your pregnancy, but I didn't know that you couldn't ride a horse. I, I guess yeah. just the risk of getting bucked off yeah, and then yeah. mm-hmm. is a yeah, problem. I think, it, I think it is more the issue of falling or you know, especially when she's working with temperamental horses and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, my mom had had babies as when I was older, when I was mm-hmm. a freshman in high school. And then when I was a, uh, just starting college. Uh, mm-hmm. So I did get to kind of experience I guess some things about pregnancy in those experiences. Uh, Randomly when she was pregnant, uh, her last pregnancy, she she was super into Thai food, which you think, you think that that would be too spicy for for a lot of pregnancies, but no, she, that's all she wanted. And with my sister, Anna, uh, she wanted ice cream sodas all the time. the with the obviously the ice cream and then the milk and the ch- yeah. chocolate syrup and then the the uh, club soda uh, so we would we had a um, little market that was just kitty corner from our house at the time and so we could uh there was like a little path so we could easily go over there and and uh and get things uh no problem by ourselves and mm-hmm. i remember going to get my mom <laughs> my mom ice cream for the sodas <laughs> but clementine's definitely that is amy's uh yeah, amy's thing <laughs> yeah it is a healthy choice better than ice cream sodas but uh <laughs> i do love i do love those clementines they're so good yeah i'm the same i could eat like 10 but yeah i think that that you should accept that obviously things are going to change, but I don't mm-hmm. think you need to feel like everything is going to change. There's like a balance in between that of like, you still have your family, you still have, you, know, you should still have tie. And, and, uh, and, you know, a lot of people, I've actually heard a lot of people say that like, yes, it's hard, but it was like actually way more fun than they expected just like bonding with the baby and spending time with the baby. And, and I, I've heard that sentiment as well. Uh, we find out that, uh, Mitch has bought this horse named Minnie. 
Um, and Tim is just in a mood. He's oh just. My God. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was about to message you of like, all those good times of season nine are gone. <laughs> yeah. Like, why does he to... have to be so difficult? <laughs> yeah. He, he yeah. doesn't like Peter. He doesn't like Mitch. He doesn't like Ty. He doesn't like, I mean. And you would think it would be all about Mitch. I mean, Mitch is a, a ranch guy. Like, yeah, that's sort of what he criticised uh, Peter for a lot of the time. So yeah, and you know, Mitch is just doing his job. He's not like he's barely had the conversation with Lou. So like, his whole thing of like, and Mitch's scenes with Georgie were so cute as well, and it sort of took away from that a little bit yeah. of him just sort of turning it into like much as manipulative and, and sort of try to worm his way into the family and he's like he's done no such thing yeah he's literally done his job and done job. yeah like him and Lou are attracted to each other but yeah. as far as Tim's concerned it it it's really none of his business first of all and second mm-hmm. of all I I don't understand why he would be opposed to this mm-hmm. I really don't so evidently horses don't have twins very often mm-hmm. uh, they're not that kind of animal and they have it has a high death rate for the mother uh mm-hmm. one in one thousand is what i think they said yeah yeah so they're really really concerned okay so then we have georgie she's starting the, the she's back at the trick riding and olivia is really showing off and we got yeah. this new coach what do you think of this um new coach i'm interested to see where it's going because the sort of made her out to be very nasty from the get-go mm. yeah I, I i don't understand what they were trying to do of like it's obviously harder for us to tell what's good and what's bad i mean they're throwing themselves off horses like it's all like impressive to me yeah um, <laughs> so like yeah the the whole thing especially when we're We've been told up till now that Georgie's, you know, one of the best. And, you know, that's why she's on this team. She's one of the youngest. And, you know, she's, you know, very talented and, and sort of. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's a bit strange to, that for this coach to come in and sort of target her out of nowhere. Yeah. The, the coach says that Georgie looks like overcooked spaghetti. Yeah. And that yeah. she has to put in way more work. And, and I've never been someone who's been motivated by that kind of like mm-hmm. army yeah, mentality that. Yeah. that, you know, mean and, and like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, to me, that's, yeah, it's uh, just the opposite, you know, like yeah. it makes sense in the army because you're trying to train people to kill people, you know, in the end, yeah. you're, you're training them to do these horrible things mm-hmm. as part of, you know, their job and what they have to do. Um, so it makes sense to have that kind of act attitude, but like in sports, yeah, I, I, I remember thinking of that when I was watching the, um, American underdog, the, mm-hmm. the, um, Kurt Warner movie, I'm <laughs> just like, I do not understand like this kind of motivation. <laughs> it definitely yeah, like, works for a lot of men, but not for me. Yeah, no, it's for me. Like I'm not a big, I should probably exercise me more than I do, but when I do, it's like, I see these the sort of spinning classes and they're really like intense and I'm like I, I don't understand that especially when I sort of there's this amazing I really forget his name but there's this amazing guy on on YouTube that sort of does his own um his own business his own you know hit classes and mm-hmm. he's so motivational of just like as long as you're moving your body we're good you need to step out step out come back as long as you finish it and you're moving your body the whole way through I really don't care and that's that's the motivation a lot of people need they don't need this you know sort of pressure of like you need to you know <laughs> have somebody screaming at you the whole time and yeah. music blaring and yeah it's just very intense like I can understand why coaches need to be tough Mm-hmm. you know and be like you need to work harder you need to do more you need to like if 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 you're having a goal to be an olympian or something like that like yeah you need a coach who will be tough on mm-hmm. you and because it, it 
men and women are inherently lazy and that's like the, <laughs> the thing in life is to like fight laziness and do uh -huh. more that's the challenge mm -hmm. and so you need a you do need a coach who will be like get up go harder be better mm -hmm. but the whole like you're a loser i hate you <laughs> you're overcooked yeah, spaghetti i mean yeah, i don't know <laughs> it's just not doesn't work for me i'm not like yeah. one of those whiplash people who are like <laughs> yeah 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 they should all watch friday night lights and just take you know notes from coach taylor yeah exactly <laughs> um so georgie quits and this is like an interesting parenting moment i think for lou yeah because, that's a moment. yeah because the like she obviously has the right to quit if mm -hmm. she's not happy but in this case there's a difference between quitting and giving up would you agree yeah yeah and it's obviously that she's you know in this new relationship and and sort of has taken on a lot um and is finding something difficult and instead of pushing back on that and fighting through it and you know fighting for her goals and the things that she actually wants to achieve with the trick riding she's just sort of stepping back and giving up and saying okay that's fine i've got this other new shiny part of my life that i can focus all of my attention on um but it was a great moment for for um for lou especially everything georgie did to get on the team and everything Lou went through. Well, and then also it kind of fits in perfect because Lou is trying to decide whether she wants to go to New York mm -hmm. and what she wants to do in her career. And I like when Lisa says to her, it looks like mm -hmm. you're looking for us to give you permission to live your life. Yeah. And so when she's kind of going through this at the same time that Georgie's, you know, thinking of quitting the team, it's a nice parallel. Yeah, for sure. And I think as when you're growing up, you kind of miss those human moments from your parents, at least a lot of times, I think you do, because they're the authority figure, they're the, and you don't realize that sometimes they're just making it up every day. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially you got to feel it a little bit for Lou, where all of a sudden she's kind of parenting a teenager you know yeah like she because she adopted georgie so late yeah. uh in uh, georgie's life that uh, i i think that would be especially challenging yeah and especially because she wasn't really around for amy's early teen years so sort of came into mm. amy's life when when she was sort of 15 16. yeah so she's no sort of experience in, in sort of being around teenagers on a day-to-day -day basis. True. And she's, yeah, like you say, she's doing it on her own. Um, and I think that's why it's so great to have people like Jack around and Lisa that, that yeah. are sort of are encouraging and supportive in the perfect way. Yeah. I mean, I don't really buy that you could have a Maggie's in yeah square i mean yeah this is <laughs> i feel like this is yet another thing that heartland is doing to give an actor some time off yeah and we'll come to this again in episode three but uh, yeah the, the way they write characters out is not great <laughs> yeah i mean because the, it's just like a normal diner yeah yeah it's just like a cowboy diner like, yeah I don't understand what's so special about Maggie's that Lou has to be there to set the whole thing up. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. And then you have uh, Georgie going on a date with Adam and she looked mm -hmm. so pretty. It was oh my gosh, she's grown up so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that blue dress. It was really cute. Oh my God, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my goodness. How long have you been watching this show? <laughs> yeah, and then we find out that the fools come and they did that scene incredibly well. I don't know how you do that scene. Yeah, yeah, it's it was grim, I have to admit. Like it was pretty gory. But we both watch um all creatures great and small 
and uh, they have some intense, intense scenes of like animal surgeries and births and yeah. Yeah, I don't know how for both shows. I don't know how they do it. It's so it looked so real that this that they was really this full that they were really having twins. It looked so real, and you know with the sack all over and everything. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. Jack just going in with his bare hands and yeah, and Ty, Mm -hmm. and then. Um, Tim and Jack give Amy cradle, which I have to say, I would be a little bit irritated if I was Luke. <laughs> Where was this cradle for Katie? Yeah. They didn't know the family cradle. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then they have uh, Ty and Amy at the end watching the ultrasound of their baby, which was so cute. Yeah, that was really cute. Very Almost exciting. kind of made up for the, the switcheroo they tried to pull on us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was adorable. Um, all right, so then we, uh, what would you give this episode one ten? Um, give it like an eight. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, it was good. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode, and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. All right, then we have You Just Know, and this is Ty has to perform surgery. Amy and Georgie take care of the new foals. Lou and Mitch deal with their attraction towards each other. So overall, what do you think of this one, this episode? Yeah, I like this one. I was, I was confused about the, the Georgie storyline, but it's next episode. Um, yeah, I like this one. I mean, the Lou and, and Mitch stuff is so good. Um, and if Lou has to go away again, I like that they sort of give us a little bit of, you know, their attraction towards each other and their chemistry before they take her away again right yeah i mean katie and the goldfish was so funny oh my god hilarious like i knew that tim was just going to be like like (laughs) but his whole thing of just not accepting any responsibility is so funny i Um, mean it is true that you never expect goldfish to last more than like a week tops yeah 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 for sure <laughs> maybe if it's um, super fancy yeah yeah i remember when i was younger like i was really into like, i've always been into animals uh-huh. um but i was too young for a dog of my own we sort of had family dogs but i was too young for a dog of my own so i had fish i had hamsters um i had mice for a while and after the, I was just devastated when they kept dying because <laughs> they don't live for very long. And my dad was like, "That's enough. That's enough. That's enough." Um, and I got a cat, um, who was amazing, and I had him for years. But that put a stop to all of the animals dying. But it's yeah. a part of growing up, and it's obviously a part of. It's going to be a huge part of her life. You know, she has yeah. to. If you live on a ranch, that's something that you're going to have to get used to seeing you know the end yeah i mean i think that that is actually kind of strangely something that's helpful about uh mostly disney movies is mm-hmm. that you can <laughs> you can watch them and then have like those tough discussions about yeah. you can watch bambi and then talk about oh so your bubbles died let's talk about that but uh so Ty and Amy are looking at baby names. And I do remember this with my mom, uh, you know, going through the baby names for all, mm-hmm. all of them. And 
my mom, we'd always have a name picked out that we were going to name. And then my mom would have like, it would be divine intervention at the last minute. She'd be like, no, that's not right. Name. <laughs> what? And we were going to name my brother, Samuel. We were going to name him Luke. Mm-hmm. But then my mom was like, oh, it's everyone's going to think of Star Wars and everything. And, and uh, so we ended up, he's Samuel Luke Wagner is his name. Compromise. And, yeah. <laughs> and then with Madeline, uh, we were going to name her Emma. But then my mom found out that day that there were like three other Emmas in the hospital that day. Oh, and so she, was, she was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and so madeline madeline is probably the most unusual it's not that unusual but it's the most of any of ours because we have ben benjamin rachel megan uh anna samuel and madeline in the family and yeah yeah and uh i can't remember what we were going to we i think with anna we were going to we talked about naming her Beth, mm-hmm. but then my mom felt like that was too sad because of, you know, little women and Beth and everything. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what yeah. So baby names are always kind of, I don't know why we spent all this time with a book and everything, because it's just up to the mom in the end. I think it's whatever she wants. Yeah, yeah, she did all the work, but, and she thought that Rachel and Megan were pretty unique but that was like everybody in 1981 and 1984. Yeah. 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 I've got the, yeah, the most boring name. My dad's name is Michael. So I was named Michelle. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Do you have any siblings or are you only child? Half sister and a brother. Mm. I'm younger. Yeah. yeah. And so it's, uh, but I think it would probably be a fun part about being pregnant is looking through all the baby names yeah yeah i'm sure it's all on apps now you don't even need yeah it's it's funny now that because pop culture is such a a big part of our lives now of people Uh just you know naming their their babies after like i'll remember the the amount of people that named their babies after um daenerys from game of thrones oh yeah and then she she turned out to be the villain (laughs) Well, yeah and there was like a lot of resume calling you know because yeah. of yeah. twilight and oh stuff like God. that you imagine naming your children <laughs> <laughs> my, my uh my two of my nieces one is named olive and one is named sparrow and i think those are I think sparrow that's really mm-hmm. good yeah i feel like it's it's unusual without being ridiculous you know ridiculous. yeah that's yeah like I, there was a girl in my high school who named her daughter Nature Rain. <laughs> my, it wouldn't have been my choice, but, but you know, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but it, <laughs> it's it's a it's an interesting process. So we get to see Tiny with that, and then we also see that Minnie has colic, mm-hmm. and she's tr- struggling to get enough food for both foals and uh, yeah they these foals they eat like every two hours that was brutal yeah it's like sort of any sort of baby animals like these people that foster like they're total saints yeah (laughs) i just couldn't do it of like fostering puppies and you have to get up every two hours every like oh my goodness and you have to do your actual job and oh my Mm. god you don't even get to keep the dogs in the end and that was so sweet, though, when Ty falls asleep in the stall. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I do night shifts all the time. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, our friend, uh, well, we actually have a number of friends of the podcast that foster animals. Greg McBride mm-hmm. is often doing that. Our friend Becky, she often has uh, a litter of puppies i think she just got a new one i was like oh they're so cute <laughs> oh my god I mean, yeah. <laughs> unbelievable uh but then you also have mitch's horse maverick i think is the name mm-hmm. that has those bite marks that uh yeah. from the other horse named percy mm-hmm. they do not get along yeah 
Yeah, I thought this was a fun way of getting Mitch and Lou together in a scene. I thought I didn't really like Lou calling Mitch's date a bimbo. Oh my god. Jealous Lou is just on another level. <laughs> <laughs> she's getting no information whatsoever to go on and she's just like slandering this poor woman who's done nothing wrong. Uh, but we do get a sexy wood chopping scene. Oh my from... god, yeah. I was... <laughs> If I wasn't so busy, I would have like stopped and looked for the gifts because I'm sure there's plenty. <laughs> yeah, I think our friend Caroline would really like that. Probably <laughs> <laughs> got like a file of all the the Hallmark wood chopping. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you get this whole Mitch wanting to go on a trail ride with Lou, and he's like, "You're not avoiding me, are you? No, not avoiding me." <laughs> And uh, and Mitch says, I think you should stay only because I'll miss having you around because you're still debating at this point. Yeah. And it was cute, very flirty. Yeah, the chemistry is so good. It's so yeah. good. And yeah, he sort of doesn't let it away with anything of like he knew the entire time that she was seething over this girl and he just let it play out. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a fun dynamic. I mean, they just have so yeah. much better chemistry than Lou and Peter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So then we also have this whole thing with Olivia at practice. She gets upset because of phone call. She falls on a, on a trick. Turns out her cinch had, wasn't tight enough. And it was actually this girl named Sam who loosened the cinch. And, and so then we have, uh, we have Georgie talking to Sam about it. And she, Sam says, sometimes you have to bend the rules. You might be okay with being mediocre. And so then she threatens Georgie mm-hmm. and, but luckily the coach overhears. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the, I think this is the same girl from last season who got, Georgie into trouble with the party and you know they wanted to go do that party and and sort of Lou found out and put a stop to it and she's like the older girl but yeah Georgie just has no luck when it comes to friends I feel so bad for her yeah it's really it's it's, true yeah she's getting like I suppose Jade is the only sort of one that she can trust Um, and I find Adam to be very boring yeah Um, so yeah, she's just got no luck because they're not making any sort of development with Olivia whatsoever. Um, I'm just not interested in seeing the same thing over and over. Of like e- either sort of decide that they're not going to be friends, that they're not going to be any sort of that it's just going to be a rivalry. Yeah, I mean, I both of you know. Yeah, I. I like, yeah, I like the fact that Georgie is willing to stick up for Olivia because it's right, even though she doesn't like her, though. That mm-hmm. is good, but yeah, it's kind of like we've seen this over and over and over again. And I feel bad for Olivia, who probably, if the tables were turned, would have probably done the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And so Sam gets suspended from the team, and she says, if you want something in life, you have to take it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is intense stuff. <laughs> this yeah. Yeah, writing is really intense. I <laughs> guess so. <laughs> I guess. Guess so. So then you have this great scene where Tim and Jack are trying to tell Katie about bubbles. And she's just so like, funny. oh, I already knew. <laughs> yeah, she just wanted to flush it down the top. <laughs> Which was great. And uh and then you have a scene between Mitch and Lou where they say the timing is bad. The timing is off because she's going to be going to New York. But she's only going to be in New York for like two weeks, right? Yeah, they said it was back and forth. And so I'm assuming that it means that Michelle Morgan will be in and out this season. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I did like, so Georgie's having to figure out what her most memorable moment is. And she says the most memorable moment was her people Ooh. watching. 
Well, so Georgie says my people watching me and the trick riding was my most memorable moment. And the day I was adopted was the most memorable moment. Because when you're adopted, your family gets to pick you, which was very sweet. Yeah, this was so, like, I definitely teared up when this letter started. And you knew exactly what was coming. It was very manipulative. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it definitely got me thinking, like, what would I say is my most memorable moment? Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, it's a tricky one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think one of mine for sure was when I quit my job that I was so miserable at and that I just never forget that day when I, I had my, you know, box of stuff from my desk and walking Mm -hmm. down the, there was a steep staircase, walking down that staircase and just knowing I was done and I did it and I had quit like I thought in a responsible way with training my, you know, next person after me and Mm -hmm. I just, I was just done. That was, it was such a hard experience. And that was definitely one of my most memorable moments. And then that weekend, my, my friends and I, we stayed, we did a staycation at a local Marriott here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to Buca de Beppo's and we got to sit at the, um, at the chef's table, like in the, in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And that was just, I was just never been more happy. I think in my life is that moment of knowing yeah. I was free from <laughs> and I had done it and that was that was great that's that's definitely up there uh I yeah. don't know, can you think mine of one on top yeah mine would probably be very similar I've worked in kitchens and that was what I went to, to college for to, mm. to study under a chef and I just worked for a, a really really horrible person for about a year um and it was a job I'd been in for about five years um, but this new person come in and was just an absolute nightmare to work to work with and a bully and I left for a couple of weeks. Um, I came back expecting things to sort of be different, um, and they weren't. So I just picked up my bag and walked out. Oh, best! I love a good epic quit. <laughs> yeah, I, was I was like, yeah, I don't care. You know, it took me a while to find another job, but it was so worth it. Yeah, it's, there are, it can seem scary and I didn't have another job to fall back on, but yeah. I, and I was going to grad school at the time and I thought, this is crazy, but your happiness is the most important thing. Like if you were miserable, yeah. just, I, I stayed too long because I was scared, but, uh, but yeah, take the leap if you're listening yeah. and you're do it uh prioritize your happiness you get too comfortable and you think that there's no other options but there always is there always is I mean I there there's there is and if you have you got to have some faith Mm -hmm. about it yeah I feel very strongly about that but what would you give this episode one to ten um I would give this an 8.5 for a little bit extra for the match <laughs> yeah oh uh, okay yeah i was gonna say eight but uh but yeah they, they did have they do have really good chemistry and there was a good kiss yeah 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 sure all right so then our next episode is called new kid in town this is Tim is caught in the middle of a showdown with a new hot shot bronc writer. Georgie is feeling trapped in a rivalry of her own. Amy and Jack work with a top not top flight bronc that has lost his mojo. Ty faces dilemma. Old feelings are rekindled. So overall, what do you think of this one? Um, I've mixed feelings on this one just because of where I think it's going to go for the rest of the season. Um, as far as Ty is concerned. Um, and I wasn't crazy about the the sort of Tim storyline. It feels like the sort of um Bronco school is sort of going nowhere or are sort of repeating a lot. Um, so it'll be interesting with this new guy if it can give it a little bit of fresh blood. But yeah, I'm getting a little bit tired of it. Yeah, uh, I kind of. Uh... I wish that we didn't have this storyline with Casey because 
it was such a good relationship between Tim and Casey that mm-hmm. having it turn into this kind of love triangle is, is disappointing. Yeah. So basically there's this student named Clay who is a jerk. He's rude. Um, he's misogynistic to Jade. Uh, and he is Casey's nephew, right? Or cousin? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Nephew. Yeah. And they do not get along at all. Uh, and But the cowboy is interested in Jade. And yeah, you totally see that kind of rom-com Mm-hmm. Uh, that they're going to end up falling for each other in the end um, but I really wish he wasn't such a jerk yeah it feels like they they go too far sometimes of like you know they don't have to I mean it, they've done the same with Mitch of having him feel like a completely different character from one episode to the next yeah yeah having them seeing like such a jerk and then the next episode he's like completely different and very charming and yeah true yeah they can't quite decide what they want to do i think sometimes with tim yeah um we also have bob he's very angry about the gobi bears in thailand i think Mm -hmm. or mongolia yeah um and so he wants to go and fight the poachers in Mongolia and he mm-hmm. wants Ty to go with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not sure exactly what they would be able to do. Don't they, when they need more people, bigger group, yeah. the government. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. There was no information given of, you know, what a vet is going to do over there. Um, is he going to be caring for the bears that are being yeah and how long are they supposedly going to be there because i mean he's worried about was it four months so they said oh yeah four months four months and amy is due in five yeah that's tricky i wouldn't i wouldn't do that especially your first like i mean unless you're in the army yeah, like I, I feel like yeah, I feel like it's going to be in the next episode, and that he's going to go, and I think it's a very very weak way to write him out of the show because of everything that we know of Ty. This makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense that he would leave, especially considering how concerned he is about Amy in terms of her doing her job and working with horses and. You know how worried he is about the pregnancy for him to just go away for four months makes no sense yeah and to do I, what like they really need to tell us what he's doing and what's so essential that he needs to go yeah it does feel pretty weak you're right mm-hmm. like it would almost just be better i don't know for him to just not be in the plots that much yeah if he if he needs to be shooting something else just and you could just say just not even address it he's just not there like i don't think you need to create a complicated backstory for every yeah, or, you know have them go do a, a vet course or you know uh-huh. something that's to help them in the future with their business you know scott had an opportunity for them you know <laughs> you don't have yeah. to send them to another country one thing that was interesting is you have jack actually cooking uh ribs in this episode yeah and what was what I thought about that was when I was interviewing Michelle Morgan, mm-hmm. uh, I was talking to her about the the way that the cowboys aren't super macho in the show, mm-hmm. but she did say she's like the women almost always cook the meals in the show, mm-hmm. and I was like that is true, yeah. uh, but this would be an example at least. I mean, I guess barbecue is still kind of sort of seen as a man. Um, a manly cooking i guess <laughs> but here's one where jack is cooking uh which i thought was was good and and you know it's interesting because we see women as you know making the meals but for a long time most of the chefs were men so it's, mm-hmm. it's weird how we how we are able to switch so often what roles are appropriate for, for you know traditionally how we gender stereotype certain roles 
uh, depending on the environment. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it feels but, like a um, lot of, a lot of um, Hallmark movies that we watch. Like, there's a lot of male cooks and chefs, and true. Um, so there is this horse called Hellion, which I think you're kind of asking for it to be a yeah. tough horse when you give it that yeah. name. Yeah, exactly. They're giving this course a lot to live up to. <laughs> um, they all fail to trying to train this horse. Uh, and uh, it's bucking really bad. Jade challenges to ride Elian. And uh, yeah, it it's, uh, doesn't go well. She gets bucked off. Yeah. Yeah. She says she hates losing. <laughs> Uh, especially in front of this guy. Yeah, he's just the worst. He's the absolute worst. And mm-hmm. I don't understand why they made him be the sort of victor in this. It's like they're trying to do what they did with um the rodeo rider in the early seasons. I can't think of his name. Mm-hmm. That was into Amy. That she kisses. What's his name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, God. I can't think of his name. Yeah. <laughs> I can only think of the actor and I can't even think of the actor's name. <laughs> uh, it starts with a T. I feel like it starts with a T, but it's not Trace. Something like that. Anyway. Terrence. Is it Terrence? Yeah. Chase Powers. That was his name. <laughs> <laughs> feels like they're trying to go there, but yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think it's it's really working that well. No, no, mm-hmm. and especially it's like, and again, they've done the same with, with Lisa back in, you know, season one or two, they had her nephew show, sort of show up and be a jerk. It's like, why do all these cast, why do all the cast members' characters have jerky relatives? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Why do they have jerky relatives? Um, <laughs> and I did love seeing that katie beat jackson checkers that was really funny yeah that was cute like they have such he's so good at working with the kid actors uh-huh. like it makes it makes them feel very natural and, and very he's just so great with the kids and and you can definitely tell that you know that kid you know very much in the scene she's not acting she's just right. having an experience with this actor yeah yeah, it's true. Uh, he brings out the best in, in whether it was Mallory or mm-hmm. Georgie or Amy. And he brings out the best in those characters, I think. Mm-hmm. And so then we have Amy getting a new changing table. She's starting to kind of get that nesting. I do think, I, I, I don't know if you remember those ads where it's like, I think it was for Loves or one of those diaper brands where they're like first kid <laughs> everything's all like pristine and everything and then like second kid <laughs> <laughs> like in this case it would be like first kid this pristine changing table second kid it's like on your lap with a <laughs> changing <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> you're like throwing the 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 diaper <laughs> my i that in a uh back when john and kate plus eight was like actually a cute show before mm-hmm. it got all horrible and she would do that she would throw the diapers and i remember my my mom would do that too <laughs> be like you you, you got to get out of the way if she's <laughs> she, she she was changing the baby get out of the way you don't want to get a face of diaper <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> so uh, then, uh, so Jade, uh, she like, oh, where did that? Let's see here. Um, so then Adam gets all oh, my annoyed God. about the fact that Georgie did better than him. She got yeah. 95% on the test. Adam's very upset. And that wasn't a good look for him. No. Not at all. Like, considering he's the tutor, he's the one that's been teaching her. Mm-hmm. You think he would be, like, proud. But, yeah, it, 
is very he came across as very sort of immature and selfish and since and he's not really for us that aren't you know completely sold on that character <laughs> right yeah since we're already not that sold on the character for him to come off as super petty and yeah. it's just a shame because i don't know why they had to get rid of steven because that was yeah. a lot better mm-hmm. but uh but then we also have this scene between casey and tim tim says if you want to give it another shot and then we get a kiss between tim and casey so i guess they are trying it again Hopefully. yeah it'll be interesting to see where this goes because i'm not 100 percent convinced that they're in game at this point mm-hmm. he clearly wants something more right she's able to sort of give him at this point which is you know completely within her, her rights and it's it's good to have a character that knows that that knows her limits and knows what she wants mm-hmm. um but yeah it doesn't help that <laughs> Tim's back to being petty Tim uh, right. yeah I mean I really like I like them together but yeah. just with him being so critical of everybody in his life it's just kind of like <laughs> yeah and I don't I don't understand this whole thing of being a, like a, a drill sergeant with the students either right like, why did we have to run the course like, oh yeah the whole to... obstacle course that yeah. they do yeah <laughs> uh, like why did they have to do that? <laughs> yeah and it didn't even seem to help them at all with their no, horse no. with their no. with their rodeo training yeah so, <laughs> yeah it was like an ego trip for tim yeah mm-hmm. there we go so what would you give this episode one to ten um i would give it an eight um yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're really like high on all three of these. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe 7.5. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with 7.5. 7.5, I think is good. So let us know if you're listening what you think of all three of these episodes. Are you as high on all three as we are? We'd love to hear your thoughts in the comment section or on Twitter. And Michelle, how can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Michelle Arbenson. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all over social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Round Tomatoes. Check that out. And also make sure you're following the podcast at Home Rookies Pod and Home Rookies Podcast, all over social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That helps us so much. Those five-star rating, ratings and reviews. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have the patron group and merch store where we have Heartland Inspired Merch on the merch store so check that out and uh, thanks so much so much michelle and we'll talk next week bye everyone bye everyone